We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Alright, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation. This is another edition of the Quarantine Stream Brunch Edition, JLs. How, how you feeling, man? I'm going good. I'm going to just have my my my, my brunch. Nice. Nice, my nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Just got my pizza on myself. So uh, salute to you. Hope you're doing all right. Salute to everybody out there that's watching, man. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. On today's episode, JLs, we're going to talk about the potential return of the NBA. Seems like the NBA is getting closer to a return And there are some interesting uh, season formats that the league is voting on at this current time uh, to see how we're going to finish up the season. So it's very interesting what's being proposed and how that will affect the Knicks. So Mm. let's go ahead and and break those down. Uh, Once again, salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. All right, JL. So according to Shams of The Athletic, the league right now, is uh, all 30 teams, the GMs of all 30 teams have been sent a survey to uh, decide on the fate of the season. Right now, the proposal is to isolate down at Walt Disney World, World uh, wide world of sports down in the Disney campus, clearly big enough to, to house, you know, all of the players and the staff and so on and so forth, closed off to the public. They were also talking about Vegas as a potential site for the West, but I haven't heard as much... Uh, traction on, on that end. So right now, it seems like Disney World is the proposed site. All right. So now mm-hmm. here's here's some of the things that are being discussed. They're talking about a uh, a two step approach to the start of games. Two weeks of training camp at your local site, and then a two week quarantine camp at the playing location. So, uh, coincident- coincidentally, today, uh, Governor Cuomo just opened up sports facilities for the local New York teams. Interesting. The, now, the Knicks are still trying to confirm with the league whether or not they can get their players back to the practice facility. So, they're still trying to work with the league on that. But Cuomo has, uh, you know, officially opened up the facilities for players to go back 
and and start training. Okay. So so, so you have the two step process. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I, I heard that um the Knicks and the Nets are petitioning to actually practice in Orlando. But uh, all right. So, but they can they have the option now to practice. Well, this in. is this is just one of the topics being discussed, right? Also, obviously, the testing has to be thorough and consistent. They're looking at an alternative test um to to use on the players because the 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 nasal swab test is is quite invasive, Ooh. uncomfortable for some. So they're looking for something a little bit lighter. Um, and then they're saying once on the site, the teams could share support service, support services, medical staff, and so on and so forth. All right. So here, here's the good stuff. The season format being considered. Number one, go straight to the playoffs. All 16 teams with records counting as of March 12th. Straight to the playoffs. All right. Number yep. two, a playoff plus option. Which means, remember when they, they, they were deciding for potentially changing up some of the season in starting 2021 in terms of um, a play-in option for the playoff teams? Right. Where you took like 7 through 10 and have and them would, play for 7 and 8. Right, right. They had their own like little mini playoffs to get into the playoffs. Right, so, right. And mm-hmm. now remember, in the East and the West right now, there's several teams that were still vying for playoff spots. And for seeding. So that could be the league's opportunity to implement this at a time when, you know, you're going to have an unorthodox finish to the season if you choose to close. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's a few teams on the bubble. I mean, I know know the Nets are on the bubble. I know Portland was in the bubble. Pelicans. Uh, Yeah, Pelicans are on the bubble. So that that buy-off option, that would be actually pretty entertaining playoffs. I mean, wouldn't the league want nothing else than than Zion leading the Pelicans through the play-in oh, tournament and oh, facing man. off against LeBron and the Lakers and the, in the one-eight matchup? That would kind of be hot. I mean, Michael come Biden. on, man! You know the league would be salivating for that. Oh hell yeah! Um, so, so that was that's a playoff plus option. Now they're considering if they do the playoff plus option, how many teams? 18, 20, 22. Or 24, J. Ellis. And if they go 24, guess who's in? Mm, The New York Knickerbockers, (laughs) baby. (laughs) What a story that would be. What a story. Julius is practicing his spin moves right now. The playoff curse. (laughs) Julius is taking us to the promised land, baby. (laughs) (laughs) A.C. beats the... One seed. There we go. Julius is working <laughs> diligently right now, JL, is to bring us, to deliver us to the promised land. So, oh, man. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, there's there's that for Knicks fans. Um, there's resume the whole regular season with all 30 teams, which I don't see happening, but that's certainly on the table. And then, you know, resuming the regular season with the play-in option. Right. As, as we discussed. So mm-hmm. interesting stuff. And then they're saying in terms of format options for the playoff plus could be a potential play in tournament featuring bubble teams for the eighth seed play in tournament for the seventh and eighth or group stage, kind of like soccer where, you know, you have group A, B, C, D, you play each other twice. And then the leaders of each group would basically advance to the second round type of thing. Okay. Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> A lot of interesting options. Yeah. Um, potential scrimmage games prior to the restart, two, three, four, or five games, you know, to kind of get warmed up. 
Um, total regular season game sales, they're thinking about 72 or 76. Now, remember, a lot of teams, there's teams that didn't, you know, the Knicks finished with 66 games. Some teams mm-hmm. have finished between 63 and 67. So, number one, the lottery teams certainly have something to say in terms of finishing even. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, the league wants to get past 70 games because... 70 games is the minimum that they negotiated with their with the local regional networks. Mm. So if they cut the season and don't get to 70 games, they have to refund those regional networks the TV money. So it's safe to say that uh, no matter what happens, I, I, I would guess Adam Silver is going to push at least for 72. If they can. If, if they can, they have to. Right. Because then you're talking about refunding the local networks. That's less income for the league, which mm-hmm. but still helps the Knicks. Right. Helps the Knicks if they drop the cap even further. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Would, it would definitely help the Knicks. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. You know, so Brock Allers, he's got his calculator out right now. JLC's so getting ready. He's got a plan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. We got the genius Brock Allers over here trying to yeah. manipulate the system. It'll work yeah. out for us. Sure, yeah. Playoff format that they're voting on, traditional East-West or reseed. Remember with the 2021 proposal, they're talking about potentially reseeding the playoffs. I don't think they'd go with the reseed. I think they would just go traditional here, but I don't know. What do you think? Definitely not seeing a reseed happening. I feel like that's a, a riot waiting to happen. Yeah. It's a little, 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 too, little too edgy. A little too edgy. I don't know. Man. Yeah. I don't know. It's not happening. Yeah. Reseed. I, I'm not sure, man. Um, roster considerations. They're saying the possibility of a limited roster expansion. Choice of one to three additional spots would allow teams to have more players on the inactive list. Um, possibility of expanding playoff rosters for all playoff teams. One or two additional participants. Possibility of allowing two-way players to be eligible for the playoff sales. How's that Kenny was... Wooten's thumb feeling? <laughs> Julius is going to need him. Yeah, I mean, maybe have Kenny start. <laughs> Ju- Julius might need him. We got to call maybe. Kenny, make sure he's good, man. Or maybe we can have uh, Brad Stinkis up instead of Kevin Knox. Maybe we could do that. Iggy, let's let's get Iggy up here. Let's, let's get Iggy up here for the playoffs. I want to see that. You know, or maybe you know what? We need a guard to shoot. Maybe we bring up Lamar K- Peters. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Allen coming back for the exactly. stretch run. <laughs> and then they're saying latest possible dates to finish Labor Day, September 15th, October 1st, October 15th, or November 1st. Man, that is nuts. What does that mean for the league? Does that mean the league then starts in like definitely the new year? December time or into the new year? You're talking about maybe a 50 something game season, 60 something game season for next year. You know what, though? I can't, you know what? I would, I can see the, the league. Because, like, the holidays being so big, I can see the league starting on, like, Christmas. Well, it did in 2011. It did around there, 2011. Remember? Yeah. It was a 67, 67 uh, schedule, 67-game schedule. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Because it's, it's just too much money. Everybody's home. The cap is already short, and you want to get that money back. Have everybody watch the games around Christmas because anybody's home everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, it makes, it makes too much sense. Very, very interesting. Salute to you guys out there. Salute <sighs> to Knicks Nation. What do you guys think, man? What do you guys think? You know, it, it's, um, again, if somebody catches this thing while they're out there, then what happens? You shut the whole thing down. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, I, 
they're taking precautions. I mean, the way they're doing it, they're shorting the sh- first of all, they're shortening the staff. So it's just shortening the staff from what 50 to 35. Yeah. So they're like they're they're gonna be cutting trainers and assistant coaches. Mm-hmm. And I would guess the correct way to do this is to have the testing done before you reach the bubble. Well, I, I think it's gonna be daily. Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney, right? Yeah, I think it will be daily. It have to be. Have to be. Yeah. So I mean, I, if, I think it would be daily or daily temperature checks. You know, one test, a temperature check, yeah. and you know, not a medical person, but it, it's gonna be thorough and, and, and rigorous. You, you would know that. Like, if you test before you are even allowed on the plane or wherever, however you're traveling, then I think it should be, I think it should be all right in theory. I mean, yeah. you're all learning, but I guess step one is making sure everyone who's there doesn't have anything. And then step two is isolating everybody there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and the phone lines are up. If anybody wants to call in, weigh in on anything, you know, access any questions you want, 657-383-1509. Definitely call us up and talk all things Knicks. You know, JL, mm-hmm. there's definitely... I see it as like three tiers of stakeholders in this whole thing, right? Obviously, you have the playoff teams that are already in. You know, the Lakers, the Clippers, they're ready to just get it on, get to the playoffs, right. let, let's mm-hmm. get it started. But again, you have these bubble teams that teams, yeah. have gone through the season with still, you know, some 12 to 15 games left where their strength of schedules can be so varied that a Pelicans may have had a legit shot of making the playoffs over uh, uh, Memphis or Utah or whoever the case may be. Yeah, there's a lot of teams on that bubble that's just really interesting. Like like you said, Pelicans, Utah, and even Portland. Like a team like Portland who was banged up. I asked who I'm really curious about because a team yeah. like Portland who was banged up, um, they might have had time to heal now. This might be an advantage to them if they end up getting into the season a little bit later, a little bit more healthy, and maybe they can actually you know, right. knock down some of these young teams. Right. I would think they would want to continue the season as well. Yeah. And then, again, you got the teams on the bottom who, you know, they're not done tanking yet. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get these lottery odds sorted out. Knicks won their last game against the Hawks. We need some sort of clarity here. (laughs) Get us to the 72, and let's get these young guys out there and finish off the season. Yeah, man. Can we get this tank happening? Like, what's it? That's it. We got, the, we, we, got a, we got some tanking to, to we do. We got some tanking to finish, man. You know? Yeah, because then it's like, again, if you don't get to the 70 or 72 benchmark, then how do you figure out what the lottery standings are? If the Knicks right. finish with 66 games, another team finished with 63, who's rightfully, you know what I mean? Who, 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 who yeah, has the right to that pick? So... That's why I think come hell or high water, they, it, no matter how long they have to wait to start this thing, I think they're going to start it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't restart see any it. scenario. I mean, I don't see, I mean, it's possible, but if I had to bet money, every party involved from the NBA and Adam Silver who won, who would have like stands to lose money to the, the people in the playoffs who want to like get a few games under the belt just to, you know, get loose because... NBA is about rhythm, and at the end of the year is when the NBA teams really get their rhythm, really work, work out the kinks sometimes. And to sit for three months and then start right into it's the weird. playoff, this doesn't seem it, it, It's weird, man. It's weird. But, again, there's so much to lose uh, for so many different stakeholders uh, that I, I just – I think they're going to try to start it um, by any means necessary as long as they can see some of the numbers going down, mm-hmm. you know, nationwide. 
And so, and then Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie gets on his soapbox on Twitter and he's like, hey, well, what, what's the extra financial incentive for uh, putting, putting myself out there on the line? You know, and then that got a little contentious, you know, people telling him to shut up and dribble and all of that. You know? <laughs> yeah, it got ugly. Oh my it got God. ugly, man. So people started swinging on Dinwiddie too, man. Oh, man. It's like, I don't like Dinwiddie, but... <laughs> You know, I listen, I get it. Yeah, I'll say this. I'm not I'm not when it comes to basketball and just like the sportsmanship, obviously I'm not a Dinwiddie guy, you know what right. I mean? But I feel it. like from a from a business standpoint, I like the fact that he's forward thinking. Mm-hmm. And yes, you know, the thing about incentivizing for, for putting their lives on the line, is it a little tone deaf? Yeah, it is a little bit, but at the same time, you you are asking these guys to put themselves out in, in potential harm's way to finish out the season. Exactly. So I could see both sides of the argument. I could I could definitely see both sides of the argument. And if that sounds like a such a, a Spencer a, a Dimwitty tweet, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like with his with his things with Bitcoin and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's like I get what he's saying, but I, I feel like this is a lot less risk with the NBA players. Maybe I'm seeing something. I'm not seeing something yet in the field view, but because of the because of all the testing that's happening with the teams and the NBA players, a lot more than is happening. With me, I'm living in Brooklyn. And I'm in like in the hub of this, like yeah. <laughs> I, no one's testing my job, like yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, that's a privilege with sports, man. That's yeah, a privilege with sports. You know, they they get priority in a lot of these things. You know, exactly, exactly. Very exactly. interesting, man. But I understand. I understand what he's saying. No one yeah. wants to be in harm's way, but it just seems like it's a lot safer for NBA players to return. At least, unless I'm missing something and I'm ignorant of something. Yeah, seems so. Well, like I said, let let one of these guys come down with it, and and then it's a, it's another controversy. Oh yeah, you know, so it's another controversy. So let's um let, let let's see what's going on. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Brunch time edition, quarantine stream. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man J L from Nick at Time Show. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Check out some of our older content as well, JLS man. The Langston Galloway interview was great, man. I thought that was really oh, yeah. good. Salute to Langston Galloway for uh, coming through. Charlie Ward rescheduled. It was supposed to be Thursday. Um, we're going to shoot for Wednesday, but just look out for the notification when Charlie Ward gets here. And uh, that should be another good one. And mm-hmm. um, the captain's got the coronavirus, JLS. You know, that, that, yeah, man. Dropped that caught that. Yeah. <laughs> Tough. Tough, tough. So definitely praise up for the captain. You saw Oak sent out his uh, get well soon wishes. Mm-hmm. So that's good. You know, you know, you don't want to see uh, the petty stuff still yeah. on the surface because this now this is life. This is life and death situation. So you, you definitely don't want to play around with that. So you know, it was, it was good of Oak to kind of step up and put his pride to the side and and uh, and, and you know wish the captain well. Yeah, man. Because like at the end of the day, what was he really mad about, really? <laughs> what was it all about, Oak? What was it all about? Yeah. Like I understand with him and Dolan, but it's like yeah, he went there really. He went got astray. <laughs> I think didn't you ask him that question? That was your fault, man. I think you, fault. you I triggered this whole thing. Oh no, I, I asked I him the question. The I definitely. <laughs> and he was tight when I asked him. He's like, "What do you want to know about Patrick?" For I was like, "Well, I don't. You know, you said it. I was, no, me, man. I'm just, I'm just looking yeah. for answers, Oak. I was just like, "Yo, when did this start?" <laughs> yeah. And he didn't tell me when he when it started. I was yeah. like, I was like, yo, 
you talking about something that happened like 30 years ago, bro. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Oak will be Oak, but, you know, yeah. best wishes to the captain for sure. Best wishes. Best wishes mm-hmm. to the captain for sure. In other news, JLS, news, but not really news, but um, LaMelo, you know, yeah, the, uh, a couple articles came out over the past couple of days. One that Lamar, LaVar Ball wants the Knicks for LaMelo. And, mm-hmm. the, and the Knicks are had after LaMelo themselves, potentially at all costs, at any cost, according to Chad Ford, uh, draft insiders, thinks thinks the Knicks are on a one-way path to LaMelo, no matter what draft pick they acquire uh, in the lottery. So well, what's your thoughts on, is, is LaMelo a by any means necessary pick for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> By any means necessary. By any means necessary pick for you right now. No, he's not a by any means necessary pick to me. Um, It's like he's a great pick. Um, I would not. I like this. There's only been a few times in NBA history when first round picks, when first picks have been traded, and usually they involve in your your first round pick with a future first round pick. And when you consider the talents coming out next season. You would think that uh, it's not really worth it to package two first-round picks for Lamelo, and I love Lamelo, and I feel like if we did get Lamelo, he would be a really good fit for this team. But I also feel like there's other options if we do not end up getting. It. Yeah. So, so I I think again I think depending on where you are, I think if they can get at lowest fourth. I think they could get a legit shot at him, even if they have to trade, that wouldn't necessarily kill them in the long run. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, like say, let, let's say, um, let's say you, you got Golden State sitting there at three. Knicks are sitting there at four. Maybe Golden State's willing to trade down. You know, you, you swap picks and maybe you put in the 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 uh, the Clippers pick. Maybe that gets a donor. Maybe you do a lottery protected pick in the next year. If they're asking for our pick and the Clippers pick for Lamelo, I'm doing that in a heartbeat. I'm not even going to. right to to swap to swap two spots. No, yeah. it'll probably cost you a little bit more. It'll probably cost you, like I said, an, a, a um, lottery protected pick in in a in a future draft. I next year's draft that. is too. Um, man. <laughs> yeah. I would steer away from next year's draft like the play. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would definitely steer away from Stop. next year. Now, mm-hmm. if you're talking about, you know, you're sitting at six and the team that's in position to get Lamelo's at one or two, then it's going to cost you probably. Oh yeah. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you a little bit more. And the more to think about it is like, I don't, it's like this. If we don't get Lamelo, I'm still good with Killian. I'm mm. still cool with trading down for Kira Lewis. I'm I'm good with other options. I'm I'm good with trading. Like I'm good. I'm it's it's out. Yeah, Melo would really fit nice. It seems like he would fit nice next to RJ, but there's other options if it's too expensive. I mean, I don't see them as the ideal pairing. I don't I don't see Lamelo as the as the ideal pairing with RJ just because right now they're not the the, the best shooting backcourt. But I think you still have to go for the best player available when you get him. When you get there. It's it's the more upside for sure, it's the and the upside, upside as well. Yeah, like and, and the upside as well. Like if you go, I mean, there's really fault with every person you really pick at guard from 
from from that standpoint. Like if you yeah. go if you go Lamelo, thirty three what thirty two percent from three, um, not horrible but not bad. Um, the catch and shoot seems like okay, but it's like just like you said because of the shooting they don't naturally fit all the way together. But at least you know he can set people up. He can set up. He can set up RJ. He can set up. He's the best point guard in the draft. If you're talking yeah. about actually running an offense, there's no. I don't think you can question that. You can't question yeah. it, bro. And if, if you go Killian, Killian might be a little safer because he can shoot, even though he doesn't really shoot. Um, even though his uh, 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 catch and shoot numbers aren't that good, his his off the dribble shooting numbers are fine. And you figured maybe he can get that up quicker than anybody else because you know he. he if you can if you can catch if you can shoot off the dribble you should be able to shoot catch and shoot easily so you, right. you would hope that would catch up so you would think that might be a faster fit with RJ and Mitch maybe without less uh, less headache even though Lamelo has more of an upside. I mean, either way, you you, you get a Lamelo, you gotta upgrade your shooting at the three and the four. You know, regardless. Um, of of who's playing with him in the backcourt, you got to upgrade your shooting, man. Right. You know that that's how you get him activated. Um, let's let's hear from Will from LIJLS on the topic. Will, how you feeling, man? Hey, how you how you two guys doing? What's good, bro? How you feeling, bro? First off, I want to thank you guys for those interviews, man. They've been gems. Appreciate you, bro. Yep, really good stuff. But listen, man, we got to talk about this whole thing with uh, Lamelo. And starting up the league again, because I've been outside of the league starting up. There's there's some moral issues about it. The whole idea about you know rich players getting first crack at these tests that you know should probably be going to other people. I had kind of a solution to that or an idea. I feel like for every test that the players take the league can donate three to, like, you know, to communities that need it and stuff like that. So hopefully that could, like, steer all the public relation aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But for the LaMelo stuff, man, I've been I, I've been ecstatic, man. I love that the Knicks see what I see. And, for, and what we need to start doing, we need to start thinking about these packets to potentially moving up. Well, so well, what we first got to figure out what the one maybe enough. <laughs> okay, that's that's where I'm hanging up. Will, thanks for the call, man. What did he say? Happy, he said yeah. maybe maybe a Knox. Maybe a Knox done. <laughs> that's where I'm, I'm cutting you. I'm cutting you short today. <laughs> Salute to you, man. Appreciate the call. Why you cut my guy off? <laughs> I mean, because look, well, first off, we don't we don't know what the what the draft what the lottery. We don't have a lottery pick yet. So to it, to me, it would be ridiculous to think about trading packages when we don't even know suppose we get again a top three pick could get it done depending on who's picking ahead of you right if golden state has number one they're not picking Lamelo. cleveland you i think you had said maybe but i, I can't see it maybe they, I, I think they would go edwards over Lamelo. and then if the knicks that. get third you're good i can see that you just never know. You just never just, know. But I'm just, you know, I'm just throwing it out there that, uh, I mean, you know, if you sit in top three, you still have a good chance. Because the, the Timberwolves, I mean, Cleveland is moving like the old school Timberwolves. I think we had this conversation before. <laughs> Rubio Flynn. Yes. Yes. When the Timberwolves just kept picking point guards. <laughs> and we're just like, 
there's no way they're gonna pick another point there's guard. There's no way. Rubio, and we're just like mother. And, and, <laughs> and still didn't pick Steph Curry. It's still. <laughs> The I think, way, the way, you yeah, just don't know. You just don't know. You just don't know. I think Glenn Taylor, I want to say Glenn Taylor was the GM of the Timberwolves at that time. Um, just absolutely ridiculous. Did you see, speaking of the Timberwolves, did you see this week, I think ESPN or something was doing like all-time this versus all-time that. Like they were doing like all-time Knicks versus all-time Nets starting five. Um, and I, then, I, I saw the meme. <laughs> and then the Timberwolves one is like, they put Rubio at the one, Sam Cassell at the two, and it's like, come on, man. Like, oh, blatant disrespect to Stephon Marbury, JLS. Jesus. David Kahn. <laughs> David Kahn, they said, was the GM of the Timberwolves. Blatant disrespect to Stephon Marbury, JLS. Like, you know, the, 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 the Bleacher Reports at ESPN, they try so hard to generate engagement. And they win every time. Yeah, they that. win every time because it's just so stupid. You know, it's just so stupid that that they would do that. Sam, you're gonna put Sam Cassell and Ricky Rubio up there, not Stephon Marbury on the all timers. That's crazy. That's crazy. That, that that's crazy, man. So, um, you know, just funny stuff, man. Um, yeah, I, you know, it's Will also mentioned in terms of the proposal and and the morality of it. You know, sp- sports. You could argue. You know, it, it, it's an American pastime, man. It, this is this is what we lean on to get us through these times. This is why we put mm-hmm. sports on a pedestal. Is it right or wrong? I can't tell you, JLs, but that's just how it goes. You know, the sport, the athletes are always privileged. How did KD find out that he had coronavirus that fast? He was one of the first people yeah. to, to get tested. Because Adam Silver was already looking out. <laughs> that's it. That, that's it, you know? So, yeah, you could argue... Why are they getting priority over over the public? But that that's just always how it's been. I can't, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't, how do you, how do you solve that? You know, again and again when you when you talk about the money, JL's father, but there's a lot of money at stake. It's like it, economics. It becomes get, get it. it's capitalism versus morals, man. It's not just in sports; it's in business it's in everything as you know the struggle the two sides reopening the country or staying home and staying safe it's capitalism versus health versus morals you know it's an interesting debate because you could see both sides of it yeah no you definitely can it's been a a struggle of america for beginning of the time man capitalism versus morals we're kind of built on uh we kind of built on capitalism and uh Of course, you wouldn't be realistic if you didn't say that. I mean, let's just yeah. be real. You know, <laughs> I broke my quarantine rules, man. I went out, and got a haircut, Jails. I was done. Oh, whoa, yeah, yeah, whoa. I'm done, man. I'm fresh. The spinners are back, man. I gotta. The, I, I lost a couple of the spinners. I gotta get back into training, get the surfboard out. You know, and get it going. <laughs> I, I, I had to. I, I broke, man. I broke. I was. I was. Broke, uh, yeah. I was feeling like a lost soul in in the house, man. I had to get out and uh, go see my barber. Ah, look at that! Yeah, I had see? to go see my barber, bro. You you know that that meme, the video that's going around with with AI and D Wade embracing at the All Star game. Yeah, yeah, that was me and my barber like this morning. Man. It, was, <laughs> it was just like brother, man. Like the yeah, man. You know. Oh uh, man, I've been doing it myself, bro. I've been doing yeah. It myself. Yeah, I'm surviving. Yeah. I'm surviving. No, I'm su- yeah, but, but I mean, with you, you got the dreads. So all you need is just just get a little lineup. You know, you can do that yourself. 
Yeah, I'll be surviving myself, do a little twist up. Yeah, or, a little, a little edge up, you know. If yeah, you I'll, be, I'll, be in, I'll be with my, my clippers, like okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that's it, man. That's it. All right, back to the phone. Salute everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, we'll rock for a couple more. Let's see who's on the line. Let's go to uh, JJ from Brooklyn. JJ, how you feeling, man? Yo, how you guys doing? Good, bro. What's going on? Good, good. I just want to say first off, man, I appreciate you guys' kind words, you know, for you know, for the things that's going on in my family due to the virus. As well as uh, Dave and Jim in the chat, they had a lot of nice things to say, as Dope. well as many others. So I really appreciate it. You Dope, know, man. It means a lot. Man. Yeah, man. A- anything we could do to help you get through, there, bro. Man. Absolutely, man. Anything we could do to get help you get through, man. Not a problem. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Thanks again. Yep. I just uh, actually just wanted to say one quick point about ball. You know, mm-hmm. you actually saw one of the things I wanted to say was um, you think you say we got like fifth pick. Most of the teams at the top don't need point guards. When you look at the Hawks, the Wolves, Warriors, you know, besides Detroit, you know, that's probably the only team at the top that needs one. And then I also just, to me, I like him, but I don't love him. It's not like. Like, I'm not giving up any future picks. Next year's draft is going to be incredible. I'm not trading a hard pick for sure. I don't even want to trade the Dallas pick because, you, you know, you know, KT gets hurt. So, who knows? That could be a lottery pick. A great draft. I'm not trading that pick either. But I trade the 27th pick and, like, a Knox to trade up a few spots. That I would do. But I'm not trading any picks, man. Okay. You know, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. No doubt, JJ, yeah. man. Glad, glad you're doing all right, man. Appreciate the call, bro. Thanks a lot. Yeah, man. So, so we did hear, we heard from Will J. Ellis, who's, uh, he's ready to throw Kevin a deal <laughs> by himself and get LaMelo in here by any means necessary. By himself, because that's going to get it done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, JJ says, no chance. No, no chance he's trading up because he, he likes how next year's draft look. And that, you know, those are all fair, those are all fair, uh, uh, sentiments. Now let's mm-hmm. look at, um, let's look at Tankathon a little bit here and, and you know, JJ saying that, you know, a lot of teams might not need a point. But you know what it is? I do agree with that. You know, a lot of teams may not need a point. But again, if you're going with the best player available strategy, you still might get him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You might I'm, get him and try to work with pieces and move somebody, something yeah. else. Yeah. I mean, how many how many teams really, or how many people really saw a Golden State pick and Steph when Monte Ellis was there still in his prime? Boom. You know, yeah, and they were left with the decision. They try to work much, much like the Cleveland Cavaliers. They try to play them both at the same time yeah. as he worked, and they ended up moving Monta eventually. Right, right. I mean, Sixers. You know, Sixers had they had no well, then they go get Embiid back to back. I believe I got to go back and check. You know, but looking at it now, you see a Golden State again. I don't. I think there's a lot of other players that would help them rather than Lamelo. Cleveland, I think, is questionable. Minnesota, how 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 loyal is Minnesota? How set on they with D'Lo? Are, are, are they with D'Lo? Question. That's a great question. And even just going back to, I keep harping on Cleveland. Like I felt like I seen I saw um, trade rumors um, in February about them trying to move their point guard. Oh, um, Sexton trying to move yeah, Sexton, right? Yeah, I definitely saw Sexton in some trade rumors, which is why I'm I'm not super sure that it's going to be. You know, shooting guard on a bus. They might try to still move Sexton and get another Never point. Know. Wait, Never know. Never know. Sexton wasn't really involving anybody. Right. So, and 
it's neither neither Garland, but even even though Garland, you know, was playing a lot of shooting guards, so I'm not sure if that's fair to say. Say mm-hmm. by, they might want a, a, a pass first point guard because they don't right. have one. Um, Atlanta, you know, you would think Atlanta's looking more at the two, but I have seen I have seen mock drafts putting Lamelo and Trey Young in the backcourt together. Mm. Detroit is a definite definite need. Yeah, New York is a definite need. Chi Town. Mm-hmm. Charlotte. Uh, well, you know, they have Graham. They have Terry. They're trying to trade Terry as we hear. So Charlotte could definitely be there. Washington, mm-hmm. you know, maybe as the heir apparent to Wall. Oh, yeah. I can maybe. see that because of the knees. Right. <laughs> maybe. Uh, you know, yeah. not, not, a, not a bad choice. I would cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, damn. I'm all the, all the guards. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hey. Um, let's go to William from the Bronx. He wants to weigh in on the Lamelo topic. William, how you feeling, man? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. For sure. Um. So yeah. So pretty much, I believe that Lamelo, for at least for us, I believe that he is a must-have pick for us. Um, I believe in terms of the of the issues that we had, we haven't had a a superstar point guard, nevertheless an all star point guard since Stephon Mulberry. That's true. And I think a lot of the problems that we've been having with our franchise, especially within the off, because we don't have a point guard, and especially in today's league. It's a guard-driven It's a point-guard-driven So if you're trying to make a run, if, you need, if you're trying to, you know, uh, uh, obviously we want to make a championship run, we need that point-guard. We need an all-star caliber point-guard. And right now, I believe that LaMelo is the only uh, draft prospect that really shows that all-star uh, capability. Potential. Well, maybe Peter Lewis, maybe Killian Hayes, but like I had to make a sure five bet, it would definitely be on the uh, note. Okay. But like I definitely think, and obviously, um, you don't want to trade uh, next year's draft picks because I believe next year's draft picks is going to be incredibly deep. But it's you're. If you have to make a trade, do whatever you can to get this man in, 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 a, in the blowing arm. All right. But that's pretty much all I got to say. Pre- appreciate the call, man. Be safe out there, William. Thanks for the call. So, Williams, mm-hmm. he's on the by any means necessary side, Jails. He's on the by any means, means necessary. Yeah. <laughs> and, again, let, let's see let's see what LeVar's uh, role in this will be. You know, he, he got Lonzo to the Lakers when he, when he said he wanted him at the Lakers. He's not. He's not buying these necessary, really. Though he said he is, but he's really not. Who? Uh, oh, Levar. No, uh, who just? I'm sorry. Who just called? That was William. 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 Yeah. He's not really buying. If he was really by any means, then he would include next year's pick. But he's not. He has sense too. Well, true, 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 true. <laughs> um, and he and he did say, yeah, Killian maybe, and and maybe uh, Kira Lewis as well. If you if you did go that route, didn't go to Bill Miller. I'll be fine. If, if the price is too crazy, I'm fine with Killian Akira, yo. Yeah. I, I, I've settled on Killian Akira. I'll be fine with that. 
Yeah, I, I think I'll be fine with that. I'm sorry, I'm passing on Cole and and Ali, Killian, Killer. I'm good with that. Yo, Maxi's Maxi's still intriguing to me, man. Maxi, like Maxi. I don't know if he can. I think he's he's more of a shooting guard than than a point, but he's still he, he's still very intriguing to me. I don't I don't think I think he's gonna be a good player. Okay, I, I think Maxi's gonna be a good player, bro. Cool. Yeah. I like I like I like the I like the speed of Kira. Oh yeah. The, the speed and the efficiency. The efficiency, like, like we have the athletes in Cole, but I feel like Kira's actually gonna hit the shots and mm-hmm. and, and not you know not sh- not not just be an inefficient volume shooter. So, so I'm, yeah, I'm leaning more and more towards Kira if we can't get uh, Killian or. Lamello. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's stay in the Bronx. Let's go to Ivan. You're up next, man. How you feeling, man? Hey, what's up, man? I'm feeling good. How y'all feel? Good, bro. What's going on? Well, what I'm thinking is that, look, Lamelo does have the hype behind him and all that stuff. But the fact of the matter is the guy is still on them cool prospects. And if he comes to New York... They're going to want this guy to be a superstar right, right away. away. Right away. No I doubt mean, about it. Not the fans. Not the fans. The fans, I think, will be patient because no matter how bad the next are, the fans are still there. Talking about the media. You know, the media will want this guy to be a superstar right away. If he's not, and we traded all that to get him, we were, we're just going to wonder what would have happened if we just would have stayed where we were and maybe drafted Kenyon or something or Tyrese, who plays a lot like football and nobody thinks of it. Who pl- plays a lot like who? Like Lonzo Ball, Tyrese Halliburton. Okay, you know? okay, okay. All right, and appreciate the call. Man. Yeah, he plays a I, lot like I, I think, I think, JLs, everybody's going to want this kid to be a star right away. I don't, I don't, I don't think... We're gonna be as patient in his development, just like RJ, just like everybody else, man. It's New York. Yeah. It's automatically you're gonna automatically be looked at as a potential savior of the franchise, and it's very unfair. But that's just the reality of the situation. A guy with Lamelo's fanfare, you're not just gonna look for him to fit in. You know, when he gets here, you're gonna look for him to take over. And and again, we still need to have patience. He's still very young. And, and and he he needs to uh, get get his experience up, especially at the next level. But I think the expectations are going to be through the roof for him for sure. Yeah, that's just everybody. That's just, that's definitely with everybody. And I guess like the question is too, like Lamelo is really good and very talented, but it's like still the talent level. Like what what where would Lamelo go if he was in a draft last? Year? You know what I mean? Last year? Yeah, last season. Last season. I mean, the season that just passed. Like if he if he went in RJ's. RJ's draft class. Like, is he going over Zion? No. Is he going I over think, John Morant? Um, pr- no, because I think I think part of yes, Ja was was is still better. Ja's a better player, and I think Ja's NCAA tournament um really solidified his spot. I think Lamelo would. I think Lamelo would go three four. Yeah. Between New York and Atlanta, I think Lamelo would go three four. Like when, once he gets to three four, then you start to go, who's better, RJ or Lamelo? Then yeah. you have a choice to make. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he would have went three four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And probably three because I'm sure 
if the Knicks had two, they would have picked Moran over 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 RJ. Oh, uh, yeah, and absolutely. The week. Absolutely. Because the point guard position has been so such a glaring need, so yeah. I, I think Lamelo would have probably went third. <laughs> I think we would have gotten him third, third or fourth. Mm. <laughs> you know, good, yeah. good, good, uh, good stuff there, man. Um, another question I think came in from Twitter. I want to read the guys' um, comments. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Brunch time quarantine stream in effect. Um, let me read some more super chats. Salute to Michael Parker, JLs. He says, salute to the chat. Salute to CP and JLs one time for the mods. And another super chat. He says, get LeVar Ball on the show. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be nuts. <laughs> that would be crazy, man. Um, I, NYK Gunner says, salute, uh, Knicks Fan TV, Nick and Time Show. Hope you boys been great. Salute, NYK Gunner. And, uh, Ishmael Rivas sends us a super chat, JLS. He says, um, great show. What do you think about trading the Clippers pick and Kevin Knox in exchange for a higher pick like 16 to 18 draft Kira Lewis? I'd do it. Uh, I'd do it. I'd do it. Yeah. I'd do it. <laughs> you know, it's, again, it's, it's not, not Kev. You got to pay to play, JLS. You got to take a risk. You got to take a chance. I'd do it. And so if if you got to do that to go up and, and get a player that you believe in, you know, what's the opportunity cost? How good can Kevin Knox really be? Yeah. You know, I it's hard, hard to say, but I mean, if, if you're going to have to go up and get your guy, then you're going to have to trade. You're going to have to make a trade. Yeah. Shout out to Danny Thomas, which another super chat. Um, I don't really quite understand it. Okay. He says, thoughts on NBA expansion and what cities what to expand. So you're saying, are you asking – what cities should expand? Should, like what should get a team. team? Yeah, so I think... Bring back Seattle, I would say that. Yeah, I think Sam Quinn of um, of CBS News that came out with an article basically speaking on, on the um, advantages of expansion in terms of helping the league get out of its uh, issues uh, financially in terms of TV ratings and, as such. And, ah. and so he, you know, he did say, you know, bring back the Sonics and whatnot. Um, oh, see, I was right on time. I was yeah, right on, right, it. Right on it. Right I didn't read the article. I already yeah. knew. All <laughs> right, right on it. Yeah, so, you know, Seattle is, is certainly an option. Um, I don't know what type of basketball market Pittsburgh would have. You will have to see how Las Vegas does with the Raiders. But if Las Vegas, who already has the NHL champions in the in the Knights, um, or did they win or did they... Did Las Vegas win the championship or did the Capitals? No, the Capitals won. Sorry, but the Las Vegas hockey team did go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Mm-hmm. See how the Raiders do in Las Vegas, but you know you already have a hockey team out there. You got a football team getting ready to start out there. Might Vegas well for basketball, yeah, it could be right there. Especially when you know at first it was looked down upon because of the whole impact on gambling, but they, you're about to have gambling right on your cell phone. It's about to be right in your in your face in your house. So I don't really think that's much of an issue these days as it was you know maybe a decade ago. Oh, definitely not. Lee's trending towards gambling, and I think yeah. Alex knows it. And he's probably just probably he's gonna. I feel like he's gonna embrace it more and more as like the years go on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, made the, I don't know if Vancouver still a viable option. It certainly wasn't when they moved the Grizzlies, but Seattle, we know, would have to be at the top of the list. Yeah, definitely Seattle's gonna be at the top of the list. Uh, yeah, mm, yeah. Those are all good teams. Yeah. Interesting stuff, man. All right, um, last call. Let's go to Anthony from Mount Vernon. Anthony, how you feeling, man? Yo, fellas, what's up? What's going on, bro? Yo, I wanted to talk about Christian Wood and how hopefully we can get him in about 
16 mil a year. What do y'all think about that? We drop Bobby Portis and uh, a couple of those one-year contracts. Yeah, I mean, I think from what we're hearing, it looks like Bobby Portis is, is not likely to, to be brought back, at least at this early stage. Um, Christian Wood at that price, JL, so I don't think that would be a bad deal. I don't, I don't uh, necessarily think that'd be a bad deal. How much is it? Well, Randall's about like 17 right now, right? 17. Randall is 18. 18. Randall is 18. The thing is with Christian Wood is Detroit Pistons kind of uh, clear already cleared away a bunch of people. Right. All they have is young guys left, so I... Like even though I would be down for it for like a sixteen, it's one is still a gamble because he's only been doing it for a few games. So it's, you, a, it's a very low sample size. Yeah, is, very yeah. low sample size. And and two, Detroit could would match. I would believe. I yeah. feel like it would. I feel like it would take something more ridiculous. It would, it would take some Tim Harder Tim Hardaway ridiculousness. Nah, then you don't want to do it. You're not. You're not trying to overpay for him. You're, yeah. you're not trying to overpay for Christian Wood, but sixteen. Man, that's still kind of pricey though, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, like he put he put up like near twenty ten for twenty right. games. I'm just saying it. All I'm saying is that if you're gonna give a port, but see, Portis' thing was a one year deal, so it didn't really kill you. It doesn't kill you right because you had to spend that money anyway. Yeah, the only way I would do it is if we do if you do a uh, what the Knicks was doing for the last few years. If you do a team option, you no, know, one like one Two year one option, I would do that. Yeah, but um. Like I said, I don't know. I I feel like Detroit would. I feel like Detroit would match it because I just I feel I just feel like they like him. Yeah, they they probably would. And that, if that's the case, then so be it. Like he's he's not a he's not a can't miss player for me. Um, so it it is what it is. I, I'm I'm not crying if they don't get a Christian Wood. And like you said, because the sample size is so low, you just don't know, man. Just don't know. Yeah, he's he's trending upward though. Like I said, I I've liked him since summer league. Shot blocker, spaces the floor, can shoot the three. Very athletic, obviously. Um, uh, gives you a bit of versatility out there at the four and the five. So, Christian Wood, it would definitely be a valuable, um, a valuable piece. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That, that's a gamble. That's definitely a gamble. It could Huge. be worth it from what we saw, but we, oof. Huge. Yeah. Making $1.6 million this year with Detroit. <laughs> Woo! Bump above to 15, but I mean, look at his production, it's hard to argue against it. Definitely. It's, you know, I, I saw some numbers, I think it was like, what, 85th percentile in mm-hmm. catching shoes? Yeah. Mm. And so, he can run, run, and he can block, man. Right. So hard That's, to argue against it, even though it's a short sample size. Yeah. It really is hard. Yeah. Especially the way our team is built. And he's like, man, this can really give RJ some space that we need. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Um, question from Twitter goes to Jiggy X underscore one. He says, thoughts on CP3 and Carmelo being on the roster next season. Your thoughts, Shales? CP3. Gosh, man. I don't want I don't I don't want to do it, man. I can see CP3 here. I, I don't want the pressure of Melo here. It's just too much. It's just, it's just too much right now. I would more rather Melo be here if we for real, for real. Like yeah. I know CP3 can definitely elevate everybody. And there's a possibility we can sneak into some type of playoff, something, who knows? Possibly. But that's like everything goes right. That's 
with, 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 with Carmelo here with the circus and then playing time with Knox even going up and down again. It's, it's just too much. I wouldn't do it. And I'm not sure there's a bigger Carmelo fan in the world than me. Um, I wouldn't do it. I would take CP3. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bring. Uh, I wouldn't bring Carmelo back. <clears throat> For real. And that's not because I listen. I understand all the sentiments, all that great stuff. Welcome home. Finish with the Knicks. Great. You talking him by himself would be eh. Him with CP3. I'm not doing it. And and of course, especially if you're talking about having a Randall here, I'm not doing it. Woof. Not doing it. Woof. I'm not doing it. Because then JLS, you again, it's you're in the middle, right? You're not yeah. really, re, you're not truly rebuilding. Exactly. But you're not gonna win anything. You're gonna be hovering in that middle of mediocre, where it's like you have a borderline team that could maybe vouch for an eighth seed, but they, you have three guys who are gonna take away everything from your young players developing. Hey, boom, boom, like the. And it's like you get you go to this point where all right once again, like you saw how we saw RJ kind of take over during that Houston game and everybody got excited. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's not happening with CP3 and Melody. No, that is not happening. You'll, you'll get to this point where you'll see the young guys will you know they'll take some things from the veteran because you know they're NBA professionals and and they can definitely teach the young guys something. But there has to be the balance between watching and doing. And Facts. you want them to do, and not just watch. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it would be a good idea, man. I, I just don't think it would be a good idea. CP three, yes, because I want him in here. I want him in there directing traffic. I want him in there coaching on the court, directing the young guys, holding them accountable. Melo's role here it would not be the same as it is in Portland. I, we, I've said this already. His role here would not be the same as in Portland. You give him two little shots, it's going to be why isn't he playing? Why isn't he shooting? You give him too much, what about the young guys? It's going to mm-hmm. be endless drama once again. Got to stay away from that, Jails. Yeah, man. We got we got to stay away from that, man, and, to, and just focus on, on building the team properly, man. You know what I, I mean? Agree. And, and, Love and you, Mello. With that. Love you, Mello. Yeah, man. That's my guy. All day and all day and, and Sunday. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. anyway, man, let's uh, let's wrap up, bro. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Super chat. Ah, oh, man. <sighs> shout out to shout out to uh, Bad Book One. It says Luke CPJ, Ellis, Mons, and Knicks fans. Stay safe. My mom recovered uh, from COVID, but I lost my cousin. Uh, thanks for the diversion, Knicks fan. Convenient at the time. Uh, shout out to you. Condolences to you and the family, man. So it's a Bad Book One, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, Tails, let's wrap up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, definitely, definitely, definitely check out new episodes of Nick of Time. Uh, we just dropped an episode a few, few days ago. Pretty entertaining, so check that out. Also, check out the blog at uh, thenickoftimeshow.com. The guy, Dave, Nick's fan TV, Dave, wrote something for the, for the blog. Dave. Pretty good article on RJ Barry, where we'll take for him to be an all-star, so definitely check that out. And more articles coming soon down the pipe. Also get your merch, t-shirts, uh, phone cases, all that stuff at the That's all. 
Yes, 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 sir. Good stuff, JLs. And uh, enjoy your Memorial Day. Salute to everybody that tuned in, man. Uh, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. You know what it is. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Remember, salute to all hashtag new. Leave us a hashtag new in the chat. And throw your cities in the chat as well. Let us know where you guys are tuning in from so we can shout you guys out as we wrap up. Remember, you can get your merch down below. Uh, this video is available in audio podcast format, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, and Stitcher. And let us know what you guys think about uh, the proposed season format with the return of the NBA season. Me personally, I think this is my prediction. I think that they will end up getting to a 72-game benchmark. I think they're going to go with the playoff plus option of getting those bubble teams in. I think they'll expand it to 18, get those bubble teams to play that tournament to, to see who lands the uh, the eight seed. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I, I think that I think that's how it's going to go, man, on the proposed season format for the NBA return. So, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, to say the least. But uh, at the end of the day, we definitely appreciate everybody for tuning in, everybody for checking in. You guys be safe out there. Enjoy your Memorial Day. Um, Super Chat came in, JL. Salute to Alan Berman. Sends us a Super Chat. $50 Super Chat, Alan. We definitely appreciate it, man. Much appreciated, Alan. Um, And his comment says, uh, keep missing these lives, but salute, fellas. So, appreciate it, Alan. And uh, yeah, if you guys missed it, remember, it's available in podcast format. You could always catch the replay and catch some of our um, previous interviews, man. Rasheed Wallace, Xavier McDaniel, Langston Galloway. Three very, very good interviews, man. So yeah, I would definitely man. catch up on that over your Memorial Day holiday. And uh, look out for the Charlie Ward notification. Def- definitely look out for the notification on Charlie Ward interview. So, uh, so yeah, so you want to shout out in, in your chats, man? Yeah, uh, shout out, man! Shout out, Don Day, John Lentil, my guy, Alex Collins, Casey Smooth, uh, Mods, Craig's William, Fritz, Edward L. Hunter, Kenny Die Hard Knicks fan, uh, Scott Chavin, everybody who's representing TOT and Knicks fan TV. Shout out to all you guys. Yes, sir. Shout out, Alex Collins, second in from Ireland. Shout out to all the mods, John Talento, Bad Book One. Uh, diverse one, Pranav always appreciated. Chen always appreciated. Uh, yeah, man, everybody that's tuning in, Rome appreciated. Aiden Velez, who's my favorite Nick of all time, Patrick Ewing. Uh, right now it's Mitch, favorite Knicks. Um, Lee Blocks, I'm checking in from London jails. Um, we had someone checking in from Germany as well earlier today, so salute to Germany as well. And uh, yeah, man, we'll check you guys later on this week. Make sure you hit your notification bell. Look out for the Charlie Ward interview, man. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.